0: So, I, I wish we had more time, but this is going back in time, and that's the in time. And since the last Bible study, a lot of things, the world's been turned upside down. And don't think for one reason, it's the Word of God going forth. And that's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So, the scriptures, I always bear it out. And... Today we're going to read a few more scriptures that have to do with God's glory and his power to overcome. I mean, I could call it airborne prayers, <laughs> since we're all, there's all, all this nano stuff and the helplessness of the world, we're trying to quarantine you out from the natural affection, the word of God, as it's written, and everything else. That's just simply not the case if you're in Christ. The world, as we're talking right now, is changing over to another system. It's going to try to take away all your freedoms. And then it gets back into all about myself and trying to overcome things as they levy all these heavy burdens on That's the liberty of God that's being replaced. Now the word of God's infallible. That's if it's in you. If it's in you, that's your key to overcoming. Because I, I, I can tell you some of these things. I don't want to get into heavy stuff. <laughs> Perilous times, end times, violence, force. I mean, nothing's new under the sun. Except these end times are going to be releasing other things, all to make people souls, they're wrapping it up in society, and they're going to collaborate together for medicine, politics, education, and religion. So you can't go anywhere, and that's just the front line, by the way. You can't do anything or go anywhere without the beast or the fake state watching over your moves. Now, since the last Bible study, what hasn't happened in society? What haven't they tried to do to you? How easily did society just obey a decree or an edict? from the governmental sources in many unelected things, but then try to steal the word of God and say, well, you've got to distance yourself from everybody and everything. Then what? Then who? Who's replacing God in your life? You'd like to think that where I was battling within, you know, trying to feel better, overcome, That this is about me and growth. And, yeah, sure, all that, all that stuff is important. Because the while you part will be this. What happens if the Lord departs from you? What happens if the Holy Ghost translates people out of you? Or does it, He's so grieved he departs from that person who's turned on him. Some people lose their access. Esau, though he sought in repentance with tears, he sold his birthright out for a morsel of bread. Though he sought repentance carefully with tears, he found none. That's why the Bible says, you know, you've got to humble yourself and become one of these little ones. And he also said it would be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and be cast and drowned in the sea. It'd be better for you if you if you touch one of my little ones. I mean, this is a fierce guy. Better going to heaven, the right eye offends you pluck it out. The right arm fends, you cut it off. Now, for all you fanatics, yep. Spiritually. Because the mark of the beast, they've been working on these things for decades prosthetics, biotic eyes, and all these medical things. But one thing about Satan is that Lucifer will either have his right eye blinded or his right arm withered. They'll, they'll call him the perfect man. They're going to fall down and worship him in that mark in adulation. Now, you imagine that who's overseeing your needs? God? Or the system? Because once the system transverses you into their dependency, when God says, Lord God give, the Lord God take it away, blessed be the name of the Lord, and all of a sudden now you're trusting in, in them to provide your needs and care, and all of a sudden you're being godless And a lot of these self-help things or rehab or everything else, they deny Jesus. Christ is barely mentioned anymore anywhere. Because you don't want to offend anybody. But you go back to the truth again and say, better not to offend one of my little ones. What does that mean to you? It's like you've got to turn off technology and go back into the Gospels while there's still time. Then... There's something called a mustard seed of faith, that's your belief, that, that purges or puts up a barrier supernaturally light. That light can scatter darkness and actually supernaturally unplug the demonic forces which many Christians don't know exist. They don't know about the devil. They're just believing in faith and become reprobate concerning good and evil because they don't have their senses exercised with this living word to discern between good and good. See, I was raised battling in my natural life evil. Forget about myself, I wasn't saved yet. 30 years ago, I got my first, I made millions of dollars. They paid me for protection. I got my chops. I wasn't green behind the ears in 1992 in the, in the L.A. riots. That's where I made my first million because people were afraid. And I provided security because I had no fear. I didn't know the Lord Thank goodness, at that time, I knew somebody was watching over me. And my demand increased to protect people. Still not talking about the wild you part yet, because that's coming. Salvation can be fleeting. See, back then I wasn't even aware of heaven and hell. I knew about it and I believed in a higher being. What did you know? But I w I wouldn't say. What good is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul in the process? What good is God without God in what you do? See, when Jesus started to prepare me to meet Him or have Him imparted into me at my best. That's why when when you read about rulers, saints, scholars, legal scholars, Paul was the best at what he did religiously. That righteousness is filthy rags. Imagine now being what you have been your whole life, and that's taken away from you. This is about searching your heart. Now, what are you going to do? What's your identity? It's like uh, we used to say in the old days you know, when I have a treasure full of gold and riches. It's not the best time when I'm swimming across the Mississippi River. Let's just put it that way. The Lake Superior. That's why he said, sell all that you got, give to the poor. Preach this gospel to the poor. And what's ahead of you, if you're in the Lord, will be added to you as you give your life as that sacrifice to God at your best. That's why he comes and is victorious over poverty, sickness, disease. Is that the Antichrist to say I'm free from what ails me? Because when you're in Christ, when you're being prepared to come into Him, possibly being prepared to go home with Him, or to live a life of freedom, that's where the hatred and persecution can come, and that's where a lot of bodily stuff starts to happen. And don't believe this myth about Christianity. Christianity, Once I give my life to Jesus, that's a popcorn walk at the movies. And I drop my guard, and he takes care of me. Which is all true. Why am I being pummeled physically now? Or supernatural? Not discerning the Lord's body and his blood of holiness, still living a sinful life, or as I'm working up my salvation. Man, I had no physical ailments when I was in the world. As soon as I gave my life in the supernatural God, it started defeating, you know, I'm getting to as the word's written, because actually the testimony of what I've seen, heard, witnessed, and lived cannot testify but none other. It's all concerned the resurrection from the dead of that omnipresent Jesus Christ, which you should be being baptized in the Holy Ghost of fire. An old gangster once asked me, if I got my head cut off in this life, what will happen to me in the afterlife? Because he does some crazy stuff. See, you to made his maker. Now, what horrified me in my past life, at my most pinnacle, I've got to do something. Re- That's why I'm, we're launching totally religious supplements. It's a, It's kind of almost an oxymoron. I'm totally religious. No, I'm totally spiritual. Jesus, he's not really a religion, he's a relationship with a man. Sinless. Your personal Savior. I mean, as for me and my house, there's going to be a house I'm going to serve him. And a lot of people are afraid of death. The world, in its rebellion, doesn't know there's even more after dying. They're not going to R.I.P., but they're going to be raised up in a second death. Now, you can be, we all could be spared the second death by going with Jesus in His glory now. So truly today, He said to the malefactor in the cross, today thou shalt be with me in So this myth about eternal life that's the truth in Christ, and there's by no other name.